What's up, everybody? It's Joe LaPuma. You were listening. You were watching the Complex Sneakers podcast. As always, I'm with my guys. First off, to my right, Mr. Matt Welty. Melting here. Very hot out. Mr. He- Matt Melty. Yeah. Mr. Matt Melty. There yeah. we go. Yeah. To my left, Hello. always good for a pun. Hi. Always quick-witted. Hi. Mr. Brendan Dunn. What brought shor- the linen out. He brought the shorts, linen out. What shorts wear of the year is this? <laughs> right. I famously only allow myself five public wears of shorts. What are you on? This might be number four. Whoa, one more. Yeah. You brought the linen out, though. Yes. But you, when you say public wears of shorts, right, mm-hmm. um, does that include, say, you were just, like, in your apartment and had to, like, run and go get, like, a deli sandwich real quick no. and run back? No, public not, is not when... significantly public, yeah. yeah. That's so true. So f- five times in a year of me being out for the day wearing shorts. And um, this one, totally warranted. Yeah, it, listen, it's hot. It's hot. I think we're a little all on edge. How are your tenants? Great. How's the temperature in the building? Everything's fine. <laughs> the concern sure? on your face looks so legitimate sure? right now. Everything is fine, Joe. Okay. How was the weekend? Uh, not great. No? Not great as in nothing happened or not great as in it was bad? Uh, it's just, you know, it was hot. I was thinking about work all weekend. Sunday scaries? My back hurt. We had some, some setbacks. Yeah, I don't know. It's just literal setbacks. Yeah. You know, You're sometimes. You, you have back problems now, too? Oh, yeah. Been having. I got some stretches I was doing before. When you think about work stuff all weekend long, I don't know. You think about how much your happiness in life is tied to the things that you achieve at work or how much energy you put into the stuff that you make at work. And, and, And you're so invested in it emotionally. Then if like one little thing goes wrong or if one little thing looks a little shaky without being too specific, you're just like, wow. Was I right to to, to be so <laughs> dependent really? on these feelings of, you know, like writing is the only thing that can make you feel anything? But you, you get... must have had a good weekend coming off the Banks episode, no? Yeah, but there were other things going on. Yeah, okay. we're happy about Lloyd Banks. Do you get bigger satisfaction out of the things you accomplish at work or things you accomplish outside of work? I mean, oh, wow. this is the conversation. Like, honestly, at work, which I'm proud of and they mean a lot to me, but then... When you don't achieve all the things you want to or the things don't go the way you want at work, it's like, fuck, did I, like, have I made a big mistake in, in making this my main source of happiness or satisfaction throughout well, my life? Because I guess it's, people always have, like, that conversation where it's like, you want to, like, obviously achieve everything within work, but mm-hmm. it's like, what happens when everything is tied or anchored to, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. the achievement? There's just a lot of bleed over for our... Yeah, it's like you know, our, that's our hobby. And yeah, our, exactly. Our friends and so it's a little like different, but I totally hear what you're saying. You know, slow moving weekend. Some mosquito bites accrued. Oof, tough one. Yeah. How about y'all? I mean, it was a, a adventurous, not adventurous weekend. Um, <laughs> okay. No, I. Uh, I don't know. Like, so I got uh, food poisoning twice in the past like month and a half which is fun times, right? Wow. Um, I don't think I talked about the first time. It was at my friend's birthday party. What'd you eat? Um, It was like a kebab dinner. That was like uh, maybe a month or two ago. And everyone were invited. So everyone, well, it was someone who you guys don't don't know. know. I said it was fine. Um, But everyone, it was a family, it was a family, it was a family style dinner. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So like there was like 20 people there, but like everyone in the groups of five, like ate the same, like, Shared plates or whatever. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. This feels like a word problem in in math class in sixth grade. Anyway, so it's like they brought out like four four plates of kebab, but it was like enough for like five people. So it's like split down, whatever. 
We know that your portion control. You, you, <laughs> anyway, you know, portion's got to <laughs> anyway, be right. No, it was served family style, but yeah. like they serve you and like you're at the sections of where you're sitting. And um, everyone I sat with like got food poisoning. Mm. So you like I knew it was like something like that, mm -hmm. but it like f messed my stomach up mm -hmm. like for like a minute. And then off of I think one of the full size run shoots, we had gotten catered lunch, and I had like eaten it like after the shoot or mm -hmm. whatever. Thank got God after. Yeah, but like it was like hours after it had been delivered, and got sick off of that. Yeah, because I think my stomach was already dicey to begin with. Damn. So it's been like a, <laughs> it's been like a a, a GI like a roller <laughs> GI No Joe La Puma uh, roller coaster. Where's the Pepto Bismol sponsorship when you need it? Okay, so All right, my bad my, weekend, my, my, bad yeah. weekend. Let's. <laughs> my yeah, back gonna... is in pain. I'm emotionally in shambles. Wealthy's insides of being ravaged. Joe, I had a good weekend. Oh wow, I had a good weekend. Wow, I went to Atlantic nice. City. Went to Atlantic City. Yeah, the you, Ocean you AC. Teddy bears or something? Did yeah, I didn't gamble at all. I saw that. I didn't gamble at all. What, what was bigger, the teddy bear or the calves in that photo you took? <laughs> got a lot of comments about that. I got a lot of comments about the calves. Let me tell you though, I didn't gamble. I did. I did gamble. Roulette, sixty dollars, two and a half minutes gone. Right. So you don't just put it all in one color. No, because you, you guys, you're doing numbers. No, yeah, you guys know my attention span. Right. Very like I put. 20, Wait, you you have an attention span? Yeah, I put. I put <laughs> exactly. Hey. I put twenty three. I put eight, yep. and then you know it's okay. Twenty three. I, I don't. Is, I don't strategically. Yeah, I don't. And eight is the Mamba. My number. Oh. And Mamba. I don't strategically bet because even with poker when i would play poker in mm -hmm. college we'd have poker nights and even if i was winning i was like oh, there's so much who did you model your poker game after were you like a doyle brunson type phil um tom duan no phil, phil um, ivy phil ivy yeah not phil helmius i don't know who that is gotcha but that was such a weird era yeah when like poker was like the biggest thing yeah i think sorry no no sorry. no go ahead no, it's so yeah. even if Agreed. I was even if I was winning, <laughs> young even men if, of a certain age who like everybody at one point was into online yes. poker. Even if I was winning, I would just be over it and I would just go all in, even if I was winning at a certain <laughs> time and then just lose. You know what I mean? Yeah. So same thing at roulette, but I didn't really gamble that much. In AC though, the boardwalk, they have all these games, they have go-karts. Not the F one approved go-karts like okay. you do, but there was like did the go-karts, but then they you, had you did the go-karts? Yeah. How did you do? Um, first place. Really? Yeah, it was first place. I'm not gonna was lie. it a competitive field? No, I told you I don't do the bumps. No bumping. I sometimes. Were you warming up the tires beforehand? I gave it a little gas just like to you, let them you, know I was did there. Did you find the racing line? I gave them a little gas just to know I was there, but also whenever, like I told you before, like I said on this podcast before, someone comes close and I think they're gonna bump. I literally point to the signs. No bumping. Like okay, that. you got to get your elbows out. That's what they say. Literally, literally no bumping. Anyway, <laughs> so. Go-karts on the boardwalk, but they okay. had, like, these carnival games. Mm -hmm. And the big one was, like, hit a three-pointer far as hell. Mm -hmm. Three for three shots for $10. $10. And I won. I have the video. We're going to put the video in here. And I won the best prize. Top tier. Huh. Pro, it almost so like, three it was shots? like an elephant. I think it was an elephant stuffed animal. And it uh -huh. almost had, like, a, bape, a purple and blue bape camo So you were motif. really – saw that, yeah. But I didn't take it home. I what gave it to a kid. What was the fit looking like? My fit? Yeah. CDG Sunder Maxes, white tee, and um, just some regular shorts. I figure you may, you may have gone like the like bowling shirt, you know, like unbuttoned like halfway I, with, like, mm, with no, the gold chain, I, mm, soprano mm -hmm. style. 
on the AC boardwalk? Um, I did bring a bowling shirt. That's funny. I did yeah. bring a bowling shirt. Yeah, called it. Well, yeah. Did you I'm see? just saying that. No, I'm just saying that's Fed's very listening. That's very AC. Fed's watching. Spent a lot of time in Atlantic City growing up as a really? young kid. Yeah, my grandparents lived like 25 minutes away. So okay. it was fun, man. As a there. child going there, what type of things could you participate in? Were weird. You doing it was weird. No, it was. I just remember like I don't remember much of it, but I remember it being like not the most fun thing at the time. Okay, you know, because you you're like, yeah. like eight years old, like not getting dragged, but like getting taken to Atlantic City for like the day, and like my grandparents are playing like penny slots, mm. and like my mom's just kind of like walking me around and there's not really much to do for kids there so yeah. it's like you're just kind of spending the day like out but i don't remember much of it to be honest yeah maybe we'll have to do a company outing there this is another fake company outing yeah that'll never happen out. okay clizzy tour not happening <laughs> ac not happening emilio's happened top Barely. golf maybe top golf there was a top golf at the hotel though oh I really didn't, i didn't do it you didn't participate no okay well Glad you had a nice weekend. Yeah, it was good. I picked it up for the boys. <laughs> What's going on in sneakers? Did we see these cactus plant flea market? Dude, that last shoe night, is last night, late last night, I saw the ferocious. So I don't even know what is right to call it. Like the original one looks a little bit like a dunk, and people have kind of been calling it a dunk by default. But this or, is some, or people are kind of calling it the CPFM dunk, right? Like, right. Not like CPM, not cactus plant X dunk, but like the cactus plant dunk. It's like it's a new silhouette. Mm, yeah, yeah, it, it's kind of uh, far from a from a proper dunk. But this new version has this green Grinch style fur growing off of it. It looks like some dried out algae from a swamp. Wealthy are quite offended by them. It's just, I mean, I don't want to like say, oh, I'm gonna reserve final judgment or whatever because I'm not. I've already said here on the record, I'm not a fan of the original. Cactus plant dunk, the one that already looks quite weird. You didn't even and like the Vapor Max, though, right? I didn't mind it. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't. I don't it's not I like, like it. It, I, I didn't know. think. How dare you? I didn't think it was one of those shoes that warranted how much hype it had around it. The Vapor Max. Yes. Okay. But I didn't think it was a bad shoe. Okay. Just, I didn't think it was like a fifteen hundred dollar shoe or whatever right. it was going for. Okay. Um, but seeing it, it's like you don't really know what the final um product really looks like because mm -hmm. you see the shoe with this like outlandish fur on it right yeah. but and we don't know and i'm not saying that this is what it's going to be but what if it's uh, velcroed on you don't okay. exactly you don't i'm i don't know if it is but what if it is it totally changes your perception like of the shoe yeah or i mean people could shave it i threw that out there I saw that today that'd be <laughs> that, interesting that'd be a nice viral video when it happens i mean someone's definitely gonna like cut the hair down on it right yeah that thing is gross. To give me. it a I would fade. never. I would never <laughs> give it a fade. I would never spend money on that. I can picture our friend Trinidad wearing it. Oh, sure, yeah. he get those sure. off. And you know what? It actually looks a little bit like. If you remember when we had Arthur Carr on, he was describing one of the samples of the Air right, Force Ones right. that he and Virgil made that had this uh, multicolored. But hair it wasn't fur. as like extreme as that one. It didn't. It was. It was pretty intense. I mean, as long like the length of the fur didn't. Also, yeah. a green one is way more intense. I guess. Yeah. You know? Very Especially slimy if it situation. is. If it is Grinch inspired, it's like that's really corny. Yeah. But we don't know that. Yeah. Not a shoe for me. What else has been going on in the world of sneakers? You had a good shoot yesterday and a good episode yeah. with our boy, OG. Yeah. First guest in studio on the Complex Sneakers podcast. Yep. DJ Clark. And he showed up in some green sneakers, those elusive Brooklyn Museum Nike Air Force Ones. I so think we can fit. officially call them Brooklyn Museum at this point. Who knows when they'll release. But. He called it a museum shoe on the show. Yeah. Or not on, maybe 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beforehand. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I freak. On the record. Yeah. Good shoot. Yeah, absolutely. Always always a pleasure to have Clark around. A little bit of housekeeping. Monday season finale of sneaker shopping. Go check that out. Don't be late. <laughs> oh, 10 a.m. Can we can we give any hints? Absolutely Please, not. Please, Joe. But it's one of the biggest Wealthy, drop a hint. It's one of the biggest season finales we've ever had. Drop a 10 hint. Ten AM, don't be late. Monday, two days from I now. dare you to drop a hint. He's, he gets so mad. No, I won't. Can drop I a drop hint. one small hint? It's two people. Yep, that's it. Okay. Two for the price of one. One of the biggest. He's seen it already. You haven't yet. I haven't watched it yet. People was, are just days away from the one. The one hint, it. and this isn't going to give anything away because like, this could be a million people. Underwear ads. Is that okay? Oh man, that's is that too strong one. a hint? That's a tough one, wealthy dude. How many people have done underwear ads in this world? Millions. Oh, we'll think about it. <laughs> I, I got thirty six hours it. to cut it. <laughs> oh, you know what? The the thing last weekend where I was talking about people DMing for shoes really backfired because once I said that, a bunch more people slid into my DM. Some guy said, "I need a size twelve. Wife loves your mustache." Whoa! Um, somebody wanted a pair for their newborn. That's nice. Some you guy know, don't you keep the white on white Air Force ones? On I do. Deck? Yeah, but I don't know this person. Okay. Somebody sent me photos of a car accident they were in and said that they needed a pair of shoes. That's crazy. After they'd survived all that. I could sympathize with that. Yes, yeah, it's something I relate to, but nobody gave me a free pair of shoes when they, they totaled me. So Did you get a free pair of socks? <laughs> yeah, actually, I did. In yeah, the from hospital. the hospital. Yeah, yeah I got, got, a, a, got a T-shirt. The grippy, yeah, the NXT T-shirt. That's right. So, again, don't DM me for shoes. Okay. Got people DMing me and asking me to help them resolve. I, mean, I think I've mentioned this on here, asking to resolve their StockX situations. And it's like, but actually like sending you like a long DM, like outlining everything they've gone through with StockX. And it's yeah. like, dude, what do you want me to do? Yeah, I mean, this is, in, this is we're an eBay family. But also, what do you want me to do? Yeah. Like, <sighs> but we appreciate the fans. I didn't get many DMs. We appreciate them all for listening. Just off the, uh, watching the rainbow footscapes. That I was hunting for, I got those. Really, you you've been you've been tracking those down for a long time. Yeah, yeah. tough to find. Really, I had no idea. Yeah, You're saying no one wanted them. No, <laughs> I no, just no. I just remember that was a bit of a sleeper shoe. Okay, wasn't an instant sellout success when it first. A lot happened. of people were hitting me. Bring the foot. We need the footscapes back. We need the footscapes back. I love footscapes, but such a niche shoe, you know. For yeah. sure. And Definitely. not the most comfortable, in my opinion. I was going to maybe wear them today, but I figured walking 25 blocks, maybe not the best. Yeah. Designed for people with wide feet originally. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's like runners with wide feet was like the original inspiration behind the shoe. Or yeah. the original, like... How's, a, the width, how's our width? Do we... On, on the feet? Should we, we bring need the Brannock back, back out? And check the width? Do we need the Brannock back out? What about rainbow wovens, Joe? Not footscapes, because I feel like wovens are... Tight. Is that the with the no laces? Yeah. Not my favorite. Did you ever you know do who else, You know who else doesn't like that shoe? Is this tied to you? Hmm. Do I know? I mean, maybe, I don't know, I'm not saying you should know, but you would. Ronnie? No. Who's tied to me? Bella Hadid. Oh, right. Doesn't like the Wovens? I guess on the episode she didn't like it. That was the shoe that, that, spar- that sparked the whole of Homeboy Comes Through with these. Got it was it. the Nike Wovens. I've never owned a pair. I've never owned a Me pair. Me either. Um, definitely a lot of flyness, not a lot of Wovens. I'd like a pair. Yeah? The Doesn't col- strike me as a hugely wealthy shoe. I would love a, like, to wear a pair in the summertime, like the Colette ones, the, okay. the blue and white. Okay. I'll have to sort that out. By the way, speaking of sorting things out, should we give away some shoes? Yeah, we should. And um, hold on. I want to look these up real quick. Oh, wow. The Colette ones are sick. You could get those off, Joe? 
I don't know if I can, but these are sick. Listed for sale anywhere? Yeah, only $4,500. Speaking about silhouettes that we own or we don't own, let's mm. get to today's question. Okay, yes. You should bring some shoes out, too. Yep. Yep. Okay, we're going to give away some sneakers. We always give away a pair of sneakers here on the Complex Sneakers Podcast. You can win a pair by going to ebay.complex.com and submitting a question for us to respond to and answer here on the air. If we pick your question, if we read it aloud, if we address it, we're going to send you a free pair of sneakers courtesy of eBay and their Authenticity Guarantee Program. Yes, Today's question comes from James Liu, Baldwin Park, California. Mm-hmm. Man, did he get a good one. The shoe, a little better than the question, but the question's solid too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shall I show the shoe first? Let's see the sneakers. I see the box. Oh, man. And I know that's a know you're getting a good one. Off-White, the 10 box. The one. Off-White? Probably, the, probably my favorite one of the 10. Off-white presto, the best of the first? My favorite. Okay. Um, James Liu asked, which silhouette do you guys have the most of and what makes you like it? I feel like I probably have, like, the single sneaker I have the most of is probably Nike Air Force One. Okay, that I makes feel sense. Like, I feel like there's not a particular Air Max that I have. You know, like, Air Max in general, I have a lot of Air Maxes, but there's not, like, one silhouette. Where I, maybe a, a lot of 95s, but I feel like I, feel like I probably have... Yeah, probably more Air Forces than Dunks. It's either Air Force One or a Nike Dunk. Isn't you you mentioned this recently too? The Air Force One's the shoe you have a ton of, but you haven't worn them a lot. Yes, most of the Air Force Ones I have, I have not worn. Yeah, for sure. I feel like I'm about to get rid of a bunch of them, but yeah, it's Air Force One or Dunks. But I think it's Air Force Ones. Okay. Are we are we separating like high? Like, do we? Can I count like the high versus the low? Or I think uh, high and low. Silhouette? I think it's fine. It counts. Okay. Yeah. Probably Air Force One or Dunk for sure. Mine, Jordan 4. Really? Yeah. You feel like a lot so. of colorways or just because you have a couple colorways? Well, the with thing like is with the, with the Oreos, but no, I think I have a lot of different colorways. Okay. Yeah. Four, it was between the fours and the threes, but I think I mean, that's fours. a huge head start already when you have 10 pairs of black cap fours or 10 and, pairs and of Oreos. The exponents, uh, right? What? The ex- is it exponents on the calculator where it's like cubed? Oh, yeah. The amount of pairs you have of, like, black cat fours. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. multiply them. Yeah, four to the fourth. Yeah, I think the fours. Well, because t- it's kind of like if there was one <laughs> silhouette to wear for the rest of my life, it would be the Jordan 4. Okay. Well, how about you? Uh, I have a lot of Air Max 95s. Um, I don't think I can wear many of them anymore. Um, have a lot of, like, I think I have a lot of 992s somehow. There's not an Adidas That's silhouette, right? Because all the Spezial stuff you like, it's a different silhouette yeah, every season, dude, right? Yeah, I think, dude, I think I have a lot of ZX-8000s or like a handful. But like you said, it's tough because when you actually think about it, mm-hmm. you're like, do I have a lot? The shoes that I like that I have a few pairs of, but you're like, do I really have like 10 pairs of that silhouette? I don't think so. Yeah. So I don't think there's any any silhouette that I have like. No? 10 pairs? No? I don't think so. 10 pairs of Nike Dunks? Really? I don't, I don't think th- you have ten pairs of dunks. I don't think so. I think I may ha- I may have day. like a handful. I may have like eight or nine pairs, like the most. You might have ten pairs of Air Max ninety fives. Maybe like maybe like eight. Okay. I'm trying to think, and I'm like, I really don't. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good question. Great shoe. Yes. Getting the press though. I put these over the Jordan ones. I know the best. The best of the ten. Yeah. Off white Nike Air Press. And who I was going to? James Lou, Baldwin Park, California. Enjoy that, James. Enjoy. All right, should we bring on our guests? Let's do it. 
Our guest on today's podcast is known for his bespoke direct-to-consumer flips on products that have become appointment drops. He started to make a name for himself coming up in New York City's Soho area as a fashion-obsessed teen who would parlay his knack for bootlegging existing products and making them his own. This led to pop-up shops selling product outside the back of a truck and gaining notoriety from some of streetwear's major players and brands. His recent drop, a sneaker that's a takeoff of the classic Nike up-tempo, was this year's 730 drop. He's here to talk about that recent drop and his fashion and footwear history. Please welcome Austin Babbitt, a.k.a. Ass Pizza, to the Complex Sneakers podcast. Austin, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Of course, of course. How are you feeling? Good. Good. What have you been up to? Um, I've been in New York past week. I'm from here. Yeah. In Queens, Astoria. Mm. And I've been just like cleaning my house and just like renovating and just like, I'm going to make it really nice and comfortable. Okay. Nice. Any Mets games? No. Are you a I Mets don't watch fan? Sports. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're killing it. That's why I thought <laughs> Queens, you know? He's, oh, a, okay. he's a really lifelong Mets fan, so. Yeah. Unless, yeah, exactly. They're killing it, though. I, mean, I thought maybe Queens, but. No yeah, man. sports? Can nah, I get you interested really. in F1? Huh? F1? What's that? Uh, race car driving? No, no, I don't really watch sports. I know. Listen, I I feel you. I'm mm-hmm. with you on that. But if you watch the Netflix series about F1, you'll be you'll be right here with okay. me on that. All right. So I'll check it out. Please <laughs> invest your time. <laughs> let's uh let's start with what everyone's wearing on feet. Yep. What do we have there? These are this uh, 730 Balenciaga Defender collab. Mm. Official <laughs> collaboration. Yep. <laughs> I made it happen myself. So. Beautiful. Yeah. Obviously, a big shoe that made a lot of noise. For you to like your takeoffs on stuff, do you have to really like the product as it stands? Or, like, are you a fan of the Balenciaga Defender? I'm definitely a fan. Yeah. I like the sole. And then I was like, yeah, let me just sole swap it. Okay. And then I just did it. So You did it yourself? Uh, no, my friend helped me who has like a cobbler and stuff. So, okay. So, yeah. so when you make it, is your thoughts this is what I want to wear most on feet or this is what's going to make the most noise when I like post it online. I just like to make stuff that shouldn't exist. Mm. You know, like these are just, I think they look sick and I love to wear them, but like, I just like to do shit like that. Cause it's just, I don't know. Just as absurd as possible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like these shouldn't exist. These are like the matrix breakers, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like when people, when I walk by people, they just real neck breaker. Yeah. I feel like there's not a lot of neck breaker sneakers anymore. There's no good sneakers at all. Really? No. Not even the ones I'm wearing? <laughs> Those are classic. Okay. Those Let's classic. talk about the shoes everybody else has on. Yeah. I'm wearing a Black Summer Air Jordan 3 with the Jumpman on the back. I, um, I, f- I feel like it's time to retire these soon. This is a pair that I used to wear to every Jordan brand event, and I remember one Jordan brand employee being like, do you only have one pair of Jordans or what? But they look perfectly vintage yeah, they look right cool. now. Thank you. For they the record, cool. I have several pair of Jordans. You have, to, you have to do a side-by-side comparison with yours and Joe's Minor, classic minor. pair. Are those still, are those still like... They're around. They're around, but they're they're not like as perfectly yellowed like that. Mine's just well, beat. You could, you could buy these from me if you want. I'm okay. Okay. I'm doing the purple New Balance 992. Shouts to Riley Jones, always for the alley-oop. Nice still shoe. one of my favorite 992s. I remember when that first came out, we were like debating like what color the shoe yep, really was yep. online. You couldn't tell. Yeah. I'm colorblind. What do you think? What, those colors? Yeah. Those are like a berry Barney purple. Okay. Wow, that's a good Barney purple. Official collab. I think I mm-hmm. wore these like a while ago on the show. These are the Overkill Adidas ZX 8500s. I actually dug those out of storage this weekend. Nice. I'm going to do them soon. Good shoes. Austin, can we talk more about the shoes you make yourself? Yeah. Yeah, of course. I brought a pair for you oh. guys to look at. Oh, oh my God. 
And now 7.30 every year is a drop. Check it out. Check it out. Yeah. So July 30th. July 30th. What's the yeah. significance of the date for you? It's 7.30. 7.30 is my number, and July 30th is 7.30. So. The up-tempos. Well, we shouldn't call them up No, but the take... What's an up-tempo? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> What'd you say? He what's said, what's an, an up-tempo? <laughs> Everyone comments that shit. Right, right, right. <laughs> How long did this take you to make? So I've been wanting to make it since like 2016, 2017. Like this exact idea yeah, yeah. of this <laughs> shoe with this text yeah. on it? And then like the beginning of last year, I finally had money to put towards the sample and just like start production. And my friend Jonah is helping me with them. Mm -hmm. And like... He's really good at just like putting it all on email and like figuring it out and stuff. And we also have our friend Mega who's helping us, who talks to the factories and stuff. But um, yeah, it took us all year to get a sample right. And basically like the end of last year, we finally got like a good sample. Mm -hmm. Or maybe even early this year. I'm not sure. But Is that Mega from Blackscale? Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah he knows shit. his way around the industry for sure. Yeah, shout out Mega. He's an OG. Nice. Yeah. Can we talk about just like the upfront investment? You know, I don't, I'm not trying to get into your business Ooh. too much, but like for people who think about making a shoe yeah. or like. It's expensive. Yeah. Like how much does it cost to just like get I'd that I'd say off the we ground? put like 100 something K into it. Really? Wow. Yeah. Where, where does that go? Like to mold. So yeah. why shoes are so expensive and why everyone makes fucking shitty fake Air Force Ones and Air Jordans and stuff. It's because the factory already has the molds, right? Mm -hmm. And the molds are the expensive part. So like, in terms of the actual sole, yeah, right? Because if you want original molds like these, you have to um, you have to get them in every size. And mm. they're like $2,000 or more every size. Mm. And then it's like if something goes wrong, you got to get a new one. Something else. Like, Paying so. a factory to open up molds in a full range yeah, yeah. of sizes and to be able to produce the stuff mm. you want. And also it's like I made 730 pairs. And that's low to most factories, you know. So, so it's is like, that even enough for you to really even break even on your investment? On no, yeah. Shit? Yeah, we broke even. But, I mean, this was the first one. And then once you have the molds, you have them forever, you know? Mm. So it's like you pay that one fee, and then it's like, okay, we could use this mold, change the color, do this, da, da, da. Any idea for other colors? Yeah. Any, like, classic colors or? Oh, yeah. All right. Maybe some Olympics or something? So, all right. I might as well show you guys the next color. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. Get right to it. <laughs> the model is called the, the Baller Pro? Yeah, the Baller Pro. Nice. Can you get buckets in them? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. So the week okay. dropping next. You were a big Timberland guy growing up. Yeah, exactly. These are classic New Yorkers, right? Yeah, like yeah. the New York winters, right here. Do you remember your first pair of Tims? My first pair. Yeah. They were probably black and probably in middle school or something. Yeah. Was it a I big would... deal for you? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, growing up in middle school and shit, I would only wear black Air Force One mids. How did you come across that shoe? I would just wear all black, and I don't know. Air Force One's classic. How do you feel about the Black Air Force One getting... The energy? Yeah. Or, I think it's Or, cool. or, or no, like, the, derided the through the internet. Oh, what, like it's a meme? Yeah. That, like, crazy people wearing them and yeah. shit? Yeah. I think it's cool. It makes sense. Like, when you see a beat p pair of, like, Air Force Ones, like, black, like, you know, stay away. What was it like to be around, like, New York City Soho when the sneaker stores were, like, so, so prevalent? I mean, like, that's when I was young, and I was like, oh, there's mad cool shit here, and, like, Mm -hmm. I thought life was going to be like that forever, you know? Like, you could just go in a store and actually find something cool. Yeah. But things have changed, so I kind of took it for granted, I guess, so. Do you remember any, like, drops that were big that you you and, like, your crew were around for for mm -hmm. when, like, on release days and stuff like that? 
I remember super long ago, I was really excited for the golf wing vans. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, and they dropped at Supreme. And that was like the first time I ever been to Supreme or anything. Like, did you guys line up? Store. No, I didn't line up, but I bought them, and then I tried to buy another pair, and the guy kicked me out of the store. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he didn't just tell you no, you can't buy them. You just no, he was like, because like I tried to buy like a size that wasn't mine, and he was like, "Bro, you're just trying to fucking resell these. Like, get the fuck out of the store." <laughs> and I was honestly just a fan. Like, I was just gonna buy them to have them, you know, because yeah. I just like them. But it wasn't a resale thing. No. Were you guys reselling shoes at all back then? No, it was more of like trading with a friend if we just want to switch it up, you know. Yeah. But like. I reselling's lit. Like I have nothing against resellers and mm-hmm. shit. Like that's you can make a life out of that. You know? Yeah. Do people resell your stuff? Yeah, I don't care. No. How'd you release these? So I did a pop up in LA first. Okay. And then a New York pop up, and then I dropped the rest of the pairs online. So there's yeah. only 730 pairs, and they're each numbered. Mm. Did they try and bot you at all? No. Everyone said bots, 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 but it was really just people waiting. So, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's a big investment for a lot of people, too, when they're, you know, worried about dropping something limited online. Yeah, I mean, if i seen, so, I, like, I'm pretty sure we maxed it to, like, three pairs per people or, like, two or three pairs. If someone ordered, like, ten, we're going to cancel it, you know? Yeah. Mm. Are you worried about, like, any of the brands hitting you up with the paperwork? No. Has that ha- any of that happened yet no. or no? Everything I do, just do it. Until it happens. Just you, do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just do it yourself. Are you, are you friends with Warren Lotus? Or? Yeah, yeah, of course. And have you had conversations with him about making He was just work? like, be careful. I was like, okay. But I'm not worried at all. This is a completely different shoe. Mm-hmm. You feel like it's Look at the soles, yeah. yeah. It's a fucking shoe that has text on the side. And once you see the other colors and shit, you're like, oh, it's really not an up-tempo. Yeah. But the black and white, obviously, is a classic up-tempo fucking color. What drew you to that? as at first is like this is like what i want to do i mean it's the three letters and i feel like up tempos is a really cool shoe mm-hmm. that doesn't have a lot of cool colors and it's like i just i'm just gonna go crazy with the colorways and like the materials everything and also with 730 footwear it's not just this shoe we have i'm literally working on like three other silhouettes right now so hopefully late this year or early next year we're gonna have new New shoes. Do you remember, uh, was like when Supreme did the up-tempos, was that like a thing for you or? No, I didn't really like those. Why not? I like the Supreme phone posits. That was an iconic sneaker moment right there. Dude, were you, were you downtown when those released? No. Oh my God. But I felt the energy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. From, from wherever you were. Yeah, yeah. The Supreme up-tempos, they're like gold and shit, right? Yeah, gold and gold. red. Gold, white, and red. Oh, and it says Supreme. Sup. Yeah. yeah, it just looks weird. I don't like them. Yeah. When did you, you know, you were doing takeoffs, obviously, with, like, T-shirts and things like that and, and apparel. When did you want to get into footwear? Was it always a thing that you wanted to get into as, I mean, like, a natural I'm progression? I'm eventually going to get into everything because I have plans for everything. Like, mm-hmm. Seriously, like, long-term plans for everything. And, you know, like, I even had this idea in 2017, but it just came when the time was right, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I just enter the world and I say, okay, what can I change about the sneaker world? And then I do it and then... That's it. I just make what I want and to see, you know? I feel like when, you know, you first started to get, like, notoriety on the internet, I remember, I think my first introduction to you, to some extent, was when you did the Fashion Bros yeah, yeah. Uh, episode with uh, Mike the Ruler. No, um, that's, yeah, crazy. Yeah. I forget that that was complex. Was yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, nine um, years ago, he was saying, or something. Or something like, I think crazy. It was like 20, crazy, right? I think it was something like that, like 2013, 2014, yeah, something. Yeah, I think 14 or 15, yeah. Yeah, something around that era. But I, I know you guys were, like, labeled as, like, 
the cool teens. Mm-hmm. Like that was like a trend at the time. Like mm-hmm. look at these young kids who are into yeah, yeah. designer brands. Um, you know, like did you ha- when that popped off? Did you have any sort of ambitions, or were you just kind of like a kid living your life, getting noticed on the internet? Or I feel like. Yeah, like I really took my time. I didn't rush anything. I didn't do any drops like when I was young. I waited till I had like knowledge and figured out how to do shit correctly, you know? And I don't know, it, that whole era is really a blur to me because it's like, it's fake as fuck. I just don't know what the fuck happened. What do you mean it's fake as fuck? It's just like weird. Yeah. Yeah. But didn't it like kind of like form you? Yeah, of course. To, yeah. 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 But I'm just saying like, I can't think back to what I was thinking back then. Mm. It's just like, maybe I was thinking the same things, but yeah. I don't know. I want to know in that era, and maybe it's too hard to recall, but were brands trying to like be cool with you guys? Because I feel like the the group of people you were hanging out with, I feel mm. like for keen adults who were like trained marketers, yeah, yeah. they knew that you guys had something and that you were on the verge of like creating something. And I feel like that could have been a moment where they're like, oh, let's try and... Uh, put Austin in a deal or like yeah, yeah. do a Kerwin influencer campaign. Mm-hmm. Like were brands trying to hit you up even when you were a young kid? Yeah, I feel like honestly for me, even more back then than now. Yeah. Now they know like I'm just doing my own thing. You yeah. Know? So I never really did anything with no yeah. one. Did yeah. like Nike, Adidas? They yeah, I mean to... Nike would always give us free shoes and like have us around and just, you know. I feel yeah. like one of the first ones that I noticed was, I don't know if you were there, but I know like the crew was the cause for in the Brooklyn um the Brooklyn uh, the museum. Yeah, I remember like a bunch of I think a bunch of you guys were were there. Curran was definitely there. I'm not sure if you were there, but yeah, it seems like it seems like they were like definitely inviting you guys to those events. And no, stuff yeah, like, like that. they gave us the off white shoes, like all the shit. Like, was that a big deal to you or? No, it's cool. Yeah, yeah, I love the off white shoes. Which ones did you get from the first ten? I got the. Um, the Complex Con exclusive fucking... Oh, I remember the photo ones. of you yeah. wearing those. And yeah. people got mad because we were, like, flexing them like that. <laughs> and uh, I got the Blazers, which I really like. Um, I never had a pair of ones. No. no. And you were part of the whole, like, Spaghetti Boys yeah, crew, yeah. and you guys ended up doing a collaboration with Virgil yeah. on a T-shirt? Yeah, yeah. So Kerwin, like, really set up that collab with Virgil, but he was super down to do it, and it was just Dickie's work shirts, really. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, he told us, Virgil said to make 15, and then we made, like, 100 of them. <laughs> and then we just sold them. And it's legendary thinking back now, like, that's my favorite shirt. Seriously, yeah. that's really my favorite shirt. How do you feel about, like, you know, Kerwin's Adidas? He he wore them last, yeah. and Kerwin's been on full-size run, but, like, did you always know that you had this design prowess that was going to translate years later? Yeah. I always knew, like, we knew it was cool and stuff. And, like, I know, like, if you put him in anything, he'll do something cool. Where would you say that you gained, like, the most experience? Just being outside? Just learning. Yeah. Just, like, doing projects and learning. And, like, I take all my money invested in this. Like, I had no money. I still have no money because I invested all into projects, you know? Mm. Like this, I had to put all my money towards it just keep going and that's you're paying for product you're paying for experience you're paying it's a gamble mm-hmm. it's like addicting you know because it's like you just got to full send it all the time and that's where you learn the most people i would never go to college i would never go to school i would never go to any of that shit mm-hmm. i would take all that money and time and fucking work on something Work. this is fucking fashion you're supposed to have fun and express yourself mm-hmm. it's not right. let me wake up and go to school blah, blah, blah. that's fucking bullshit they can't teach you how to make things. 
Has it ever gone wrong? I feel like that's one of the scary parts about always investing your own money. If like, if you have a hundred K like invested in a product and then some, some snafu happens, like, have you, have there been moments where you're like, Oh shit. I mean, what's the other option? Not make them. Yeah. What's the other option? Not make them, not do something cool. Yeah. You know, like the world rewards you when you're fine without it. Mm. And I'll literally be fine homeless on the street doing nothing. Like, that's why you got to risk it all because this shit wasn't here. I mm. created all this money, all this stuff. It wasn't here. You know? This is like the Drake meme. Yeah. <laughs> look, so look around you. <laughs> look around. You don't get anxiety. <laughs> yeah. You don't get anxiety then, like when this comes out where you're like, I need to sell through these shoes. Or... No. <laughs> how long did it take you to? How long did it take you to be like that? I was always like this. Okay. I'm a psycho. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> all right. I don't care about anything, bro. And it's it's honest. Like, but you care about this stuff. Yeah, I do. But I that to create these, you have to sacrifice your whole life. You have to sacrifice all your time. Can't have any fucking friends. You can't do anything. You can't have a girlfriend. You can't do any of this shit. Oof. So all the kids ask me, "Yo, what do you think? Like, if I'm starting my brand, da, da, da. it's like, all right, you got to be ready to fucking sacrifice your life. Mm-hmm. You can't be alive. <laughs> you can't be alive. You just got to do this. There's no balance. If you want to be the best, there's no balance. You know. You just have to give yourself totally to it. Yeah. And give up everything All I else. do is think about this. This I fucking created these with my brain. See, you were talking about this earlier. In in before. yeah, it's funny. Yeah, <laughs> before you came on, you know about investing all of yourself into your work and whether or not yeah. that's like a dangerous thing. I don't know, dangerous. That makes it sound very serious, but you know whether or not that's the right thing to do. Yeah, but what's the other option? Not do it. Yeah, or invest emotionally in things outside of work. You know. <laughs> But just I think people's for different choice, people, yeah. yeah. And yeah. the work, there's maybe less of a line between work and personal, you know, especially when you're making stuff for yourself. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever feel like, because we mentioned before, like you gaining notoriety, like, you know, as someone younger, um, you know, that you had like this like developed uh, personality or like you're like people recognize you as ass pizza. You mm-hmm. know, it's like it's like hard to yeah, differentiate yeah. the the two. Did you ever feel like trapped in some extent by like this personality Mm. that you've created for yourself and you weren't able to like separate the two yeah a little bit because like i make clothes and like when i'm like oh this is this jacket's fire doesn't matter who's looking at it doesn't matter who designed it this shit's fire but a lot of people are like yo i don't want to wear that because aspies have made that like he's a weirdo all this shit like and it's just like i kind of don't want me i don't want to be associated to the clothes you know because the clothes are just like but I have to because this is the Aspies of stuff and I made it like all this. But these shoes are something that could branch off and be bigger than me. Mm-hmm. And just they see the 730s. They don't even know who made it, you know, because they're fire. That's it. Would so, you take an investment in it if it, to distance yourself from it a little bit? or I already did the hard part. Yeah. And the part that you would have needed an investment yeah. for. Yeah. Yeah. One brand that's come up kind of like that's into like disrupting recently and they uh, were on this podcast, Mischief. Uh-huh. How do you feel about like what they're doing? I mean, bro, they have billions of fucking dollars, millions of dollars, not billions, and they don't make profit. Mm-hmm. If I had millions of fucking dollars and just doing any random shit, I could fucking do the craziest shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, let's collab with fucking Jimmy Kimmel. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck cares about Jimmy Kimmel, bro? <laughs> For a shoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who the fuck cares? They're fucking rich ass people who could make whatever the fuck they want. This is fucking raised from the nothing. You're not this, feeling mischief. Huh? You're not feeling mischief. Oh, I love mischief. Man. <laughs> I love mischief. You so, and him, you no, and him no, love no, it. No, you're a liar. You and him love it for different reasons. I agree with the, with the Jimmy. 
Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. Sorry. If they yeah. had, if they had reached yeah. out to you and they want to do an ass pizza mischief collab, are you doing it or? No, I haven't collabed with anyone. I've no. said I've said no to so many collabs. Like mischief asked me. Oh, they really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. What, what did what they, they want to do? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> are, there any, are there any other names that you can say that have reached out to you and wanted to collab or? Just a lot of things. Like I tried going through with a lot of them, but there's always one person who's scared, and it's like there's an old guy in the office, like. No, what is this? We can't collab. Is it like clothing thing. brands or footwear brands? Or? Yeah, like fucking Gucci. Mm. Gucci? Wow. Mm. Like a lot of sneaker brands, Adidas and like fucking, I don't know if it's new, like Reebok or some shit. Like they yeah. hit me up. Puma. How, how does Adidas not understand what you're doing? I feel like. Well, they want to make a skate shoe. Mm. I said, bro, I'm not a skater. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. No. Oh, they want to do it through the Adidas skateboarding. Yeah. Makes sense. They say, yeah, let's collab, let's collab, let's do this. But you don't have creative control. Mm-hmm. You can't do this. Uh, we have to check if we could clear this. Mm. Then what's the point of collabing? What were some of the ideas that they were, like, unsettled about or, like, not sure about? Honestly, I didn't even, like, try. I was just like, I already, I know how it goes. <laughs> well, the skate shoot threw me off right away. I was just like, I don't want to do a fucking skate shoot. And I feel like it's a... Skaters would hate me. It's a like core misunderstanding of who you are. They're like, oh, there's this kid. He has tattoos. He's from New York. Uh, he's a skater. Uh, it's like, yeah, where, yeah, do we, it's like <laughs> where do we fit this in the company? Like, like rock well, and roll skaters. They're like, <laughs> yeah. They're like, this isn't athletics. Yeah. We can't we can't have you do a running yeah. shoe because I have a running shoe coming. Really? You? It's called the Se- Seven Tray. Seven Thirty. With Seven T technology that I've been working on. What is the? Can we talk about Seven T technology? Makes you run faster, jump higher. Really? <laughs> is it clinically proven? Yeah. Is it? Well, testing with, it right well, now. Is it help? seven shocks on the back of the shoe? We're working on it. Will it help with back pain too? You know, it might. The insole. Okay. Wait, Seven, the insole, insole has seven T technology. Okay, insoles are important. He just <laughs> <Yeah>. said it. <laughs> you also had like that Supreme campaign mm-hmm. too that you launched yourself that people weren't sure if like mm-hmm. it was Supreme or you or can you talk about that? Nobody knows, man. It's all part of the art. Mm. You know, people will look back in a few years and be like, "That's crazy." You did the Supreme Box logo tee with the three stacked on top. Yeah, our boy Nick has it on right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Nick. That's awesome. Did they get mad at you? No. Come on, they must have. They must what could they do? Start a war with me? C- cease and desist? No. It's James Jebo. They know I want that. Yeah. They know I want that. Nike, Supreme, all these people, they're not going to give me what I want. Yeah. They give me a cease and desist, I'm lit. Yeah. That's what you want, a cease and desist? Yeah. That's lit. That's, That's historic. Like, wait, do you want the collaboration more or do you want the cease and desist more? I don't care. <laughs> I mean, you have to know in your heart, like what what you would. Pre- Obviously, no, you I, don't want to go through a legal. Battle. Yeah, I don't want to go through any bullshit like that. But I'm willing to take the risk because it would be legendary. Do you have a good lawyer on deck or no? no. I never been sued. Never been through anything. So I'm ready. Where are you living now, Cal- Queens? Oh, I thought okay. You're so living, I was in because I, I thought LA. you said you you came back to New York. Yeah, yeah. So I was in LA just working because a lot of my clothes are made out there, but um. Yeah, I'm back in Queens for good, like living here, posted. Okay. I'm just I'm trying to stay the fuck out of L.A. Did L.A. change you for the worse? No, it didn't change me, but I kind of got trapped there. I was just like, why the fuck am I here? And then I left. There was also, wasn't there the viral moment with this shoe where you had them tied to the... Yeah, um, like so everyone public? thinks that he was trying to get the 730s, but there was just the 730 cut out next to it. But it was so actually, what exactly happened? Sorry. It was actually the Maddie Boy shoes that Maddie Boy threw up there, and then a kid went to grab Who's them. Who's Maddie Boy? I'm sorry. Chrome Hearts. Okay. What other brands are you a fan of? That I know that you're strictly 
your own thing, but what other brands do you respect right now? I mean, I like Chrome Hearts. Mm -hmm. I like my friend Father Steve. I like Billy Hill. Mm. And Warren, you know, like a lot of my friends. Um, I'm not sure. Do you have, who would you say mentored you coming up? Mentored? Honestly, like, um, no one really taught me anything, but there's mm -hmm. a lot of people I look up to. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, Virgil. Mm -hmm. You know, I love Kanye. Um, have you met Kanye, or mm -hmm. what was that like? Um, he sat me down and asked, he said, what can you do for me? And I said, I don't know. Because I have no interest in really working for him. What can he do for me? Mm -hmm. You know, he bought a bunch of my masks and then just stole the silhouette and fucking made his own. So it's like, what? Why? why what's this for? Yeah, that must be kind of a bummer in terms of meeting somebody like that who I assume you looked up to. I mean, this is what now. he's. This is what he does. He just wants to be the biggest, go the hardest. Yeah. Do you feel like if you ever kind of like bent the knee, just like five percent? throughout your like career that like maybe you would have like gotten the in or like been able to have bigger opportunities if you had just like sacrificed a little Definitely. bit it's called dick riding and i don't do that <laughs> shit because guess what i learned these people can't do shit for you they don't know what they're doing themselves everyone who's trying to make connections play the game oh yeah like blah, 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 blah. kanye's not going to help you Working for Kanye is not going to help you. He's going to use you and then fucking throw you somewhere else. Mm -hmm. If you want something big, you got to work for it and do this. Not just say, yeah, I work for Kanye. Mm. <laughs> I mean, you, we have people on the show. You have like someone like Salehi, who I know he worked for other brands before, but he works for Kanye and it kind of uses it as like a launching pad mm -hmm. to, I'm not saying just because he worked for Kanye, he's been able to create these things in his life, but it definitely had like helped his profile and given him opportunities like further down the line. Did you ever think like, maybe I should have taken this one opportunity and see where I can ride it for like a little bit? Mm, nothing that comes up in particular, but um, yeah, I mean, I'm not the type of person like I don't like talking to people. I just like, I like to have full control over my projects and I don't want people to doubt my ideas, you know? So I feel Nothing, like for really. that reason, it seems like you probably wouldn't ever take a job inside a brand. Like if somebody at a, at a big brand wanted you to work as a creative director position mm -hmm. or do something in line, are, are you interested I mean, in that at all? Or is that I would too be far down. outside? I have thought about that, but it's just like a, it's a big responsibility for me. And it's yeah. a lot of work because I would want to do it right. Yeah. And like not half-ass it, be like, yeah, do this, do this. I want to be there like fully taking over. And right now I'm kind of just prime time i had just have to go hard with my shit and then yeah. maybe later on i could do something like that yeah when the time is right yeah, yeah. i, I kind of think when i you know when i tie back to like um the era that you came up it's like when i first started like interning at complex it was that whole like the asap mob mm -hmm. comes out mm -hmm. you know v files starts yeah. to like pop, pop off it was like that whole like started that whole era i think that kind of yeah. like birthed you know, your style or no, that definitely. whole crew. What's your earliest memories of that era? Definitely. ASAP Rocky definitely inspired me mm. to fuck with Rick Owens and all that yeah. shit. Mm -hmm. And I think, like, yeah, they were killing it and they were super cool. V-Files, I was thinking about this the other day. They really, that was the only store that cared about, like, the culture and just, like, put mad shit together, you mm -hmm. know. 
And like that was really legendary. There's nothing like that today. So V Files was like one of your first interviews too, right? Like you were synonymous. Yeah. About they were definitely trying to put a lot of kids on and help a lot of kids, and like it was really cool. And I feel like they need to reopen V Files. So let's start the GoFundMe and the fucking buy or whatever they need. <laughs> did, did you? So you ended up meeting up with Rocky in that era too, or? Yeah. So I was in. I met him at this like the V Lone Riot Rave shoot, which is crazy, before V Lone was even a thing. And, like, I was still in high school at the time, and, like, I was obviously a fan of Rocky and stuff, and, like, I forget, really, but, like, yeah, um, like, I got into a huge argument with him about Spring Breakers, the movie. You and ASAP Rocky. <laughs> yeah, and he was getting really mad. And Wait, he, you, were a fa you were a fan of it, or? Yeah, I like it. Mm -hmm. But he was like, yo, I don't like how they just killed him at the... Oh, well, whoever didn't see it. Spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Jurassic Park. Like Jurassic Park. Uh, that, that movie's yeah. old. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, I don't like who, how he just dies in the end. And, I, like, I wanted to make movies originally. And, like, I love Harmony Korine and, like, David mm -hmm. Lynch and, like, all this shit. Mm -hmm. And I was just, like, I, was, I don't know. I guess I was just defending it. And, uh, yeah, it was funny. <laughs> what was your favorite David Lynch movie? I would only say Wild at Heart because Nick Cage is in it. Sick. And he's my favorite actor. <laughs> oh. Did you ever see the Adidas commercial that David Lynch did? No, I actually didn't. Very, very weird, yeah. Really, somebody, I gotta see that. It's definitely weird if he made it. Yeah, somebody... We, we talked about it on here we recently, talked about it. It's, right? like, it's like someone running and they're running too fast and they're like trying to break through the wall. I'm gonna watch that. Yeah, yeah, I think there's a superimposed scorpion on there or something. Possibly. Or some, some flames. And Maybe for the right. 730 running shoes, a little... Huh? David Lynch collab? Yeah, I'd love to work with him before he fucking dies. That'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you watch his daily like YouTube videos? He's all about meditation and stuff. <laughs> yeah, transcendental yeah. meditation, yeah. No, but, I don't watch it, but I know he's big on meditation and stuff. I feel like, I feel like Joe TM could maybe support uh, your back issues that you're going through. Transcendental meditation. I need that and the, the 730 running shoes. The T technology. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's oh, a, yes. Imagine the T technology solves the back problems. How great would yeah. that well, be? Well, do the review. <laughs> Wear it for a few months. <laughs> Get a billboard or something yeah. like that. Would you put them in the, in the campaign? Of course. My man. Course. What was it like in that whole like Soho era then? Like, you know, like, I'm, did you guys just are like, I'm just going to go to Soho this like morning and just yeah, hang out like, on, the, like, on the street. Honestly, it sounds like, like a cliche, like a, a basic question, but like, what does the day look like back then? It was the best time ever. Yeah. I want, I want to know like morning so, to like, I would take the train from Queens, mm -hmm. probably with Steve. Cause he lives in Queens right next to me. And you literally just go to Prince street or fucking wherever. And you'll run into someone, you know, mm -hmm. and back then it was just a community. Yeah. Like you see someone wearing Supreme, you'll be like, we'll probably be friends. Yeah. Now you can't do that shit. You know, and it was just insane. Like I met so many people still like my friends to this day, like that I met, like it was just an insane time and it was beautiful. And then just chilling there the whole day yeah, yeah. into the night. Mm -hmm. It, it, it surprises yeah. me cause I've, I've, you know, I've kind of thought about this from time to time where it's like, you think of Soho, especially now where it's all these like super expensive, like high end retail stores. And it doesn't really feel like the place to be like. 16 years old like hanging out with yeah. like 375 in it's your not the same in your pocket yeah. like i mean not the temptation of buying stuff but like you know you're in this super hyper like retail yeah. uh driven area and you mm -hmm. probably don't have that much money no, definitely not did like did even going into the stores did they give you weird looks or of not? course probably but like that was probably just motivation for us to get that shit you know like it was just cool to see all that stuff. Like, we were fans of the clothes and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, we just have whatever shitty pieces we have, and it's, like, it's fun, you know? It's, like, collecting and, like, trading and all that. 
What other stores were you going to? I mean, we mentioned Supreme. V Files was obviously important for you. Mm, trying to think. Just like seeing everything. Like, I love Rick Owens. Mm hmm. Um, 21 Mercer was that a big thing for you guys? Uh, back yeah, then? yeah, yeah. I made like two custom bespoke shoes. You did a bespoke, two mm -hmm. two bespokes. Mm -hmm. Which Air Force One? Uh, a high and then a low. Mm. Did you post them ever? I don't know if I've ever seen that. Yeah, I posted them a while ago. It was like a pink, uh, uptown. Okay. Like the uh, high top and then like a purple and black low. Yeah. And, and was that something where Nike like invited you? Yeah, yeah. And, oh, and that was awesome. That is such a cool thing that they did. You were also big into thrift stores, right? Yeah, yeah. What What are some like classic finds that you accumulated on mm. those? Anything that sticks out? Nothing insane. Like I found like a real Chrome Heart shirt. Like I really go to thrift stores for like the fabric and materials and mm. stuff, and for like stuff to like like jeans to fucking alter and fucking shirts to print on and stuff. So I never really found anything too crazy. But you talk about the you know the change of the Soho scene. I remember there was like a I don't know who put it out. It may have been like New York Post or something like that, where they had like published a story where it was like, um, you know, rich kids from Connecticut's parents like got them a limo to go to Supreme to <laughs> camp out. I don't know if you remember <laughs> I don't what? remember that, <laughs> that or not. I, I, remember, I remember seeing it online and people are like, oh my yeah. God, this is like, so." do you kind of remember like when Soho changed where it was like, you know, it was your core group of friends or maybe like you knew mm -hmm. all the resellers and then there was like all these like, out-of-towner kids or tourists or whatever who started showing up and kind of infiltrating the area? I don't remember it exactly. It's kind of just like we all kind of left, did our own thing, and then came back, and then we was like, whoa, this shit's completely different. Mm. And it's like, do they even have lines for Supreme anymore? Like, So they have the raffle situation still? where or, yeah, you, you get what? like the... There's a your, reservation or something? Yeah, you like get that. your number in line. And See, that's why. Yeah. So, like, do you think that, like, the community that you guys built would have suffered if there was, like, no Supreme lineups and stuff? Well, that's definitely where a lot of people, like, became friends and, mm -hmm. like, it's fun. Kids just want to do that and to say they did it. Yeah. It's literally, like, urban camping. Like, you know, like, at the L.A. pop-up, there was kids waiting all night, and they didn't have to. They mm -hmm. could have just came and got a pair tomorrow, but they like to do it, you know, like. It's like and, a rite of passage. Yeah. That's what I really want to do with the whole sneaker thing is just, like, really revive that community where it's like, oh, I'll trade you this color for this, and, like, make it cool and, like, not sell 10,000 of these. You know, it's just, they're all numbered. Like, this is pair 150. You can't fucking change that, you know. And, like, there'll be kids who collect just the weird numbers, just, like, you know. Do any sneaker releases that you're talking about that, like, mimic that process to any stick out to you from back in the day? No. I never waited. Okay, you never waited in line. I love shoes, and I just like that community. Mm -hmm. But, like, I never really waited for anything. So you, you weren't, like, friends with, like, the security guard at Supreme or something <laughs> no, like that? No, no, no. Yeah. But I thought you said you liked camping out. I liked the idea of it. Okay. But I, I've <laughs> waited for Supreme. I've done a bunch of that. I never waited overnight. But I've gotcha. definitely, like, you know, stayed there for a few hours. Yeah. Can you explain, like, the jack-o'-lantern on the back? Like, what's that about? So that's just, like, what I draw in my clothing. And, like, the Aspita stuff has nothing to do with 730 footwear besides, like, that logo and, like, I designed them, you know. But then it's, it's a completely different brand. And that logo is just cool. Like, I really don't have talent to draw anything else, so that's just something cool and scary. <laughs> That's, like, the one thing when you sit down to draw. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, the S <laughs> that everyone draws. Yeah, but, like, the still old Stussy. The Superman, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that still takes me, like, 10 minutes to draw. <laughs> the S? Because <laughs> I got to get it perfect. Mm. Did you call it a Superman? Like, 
I don't know. I feel it's like it, it's like the three dimensional thing, right? Yeah, the yeah. S that yeah. looks like okay. the Superman yeah, yeah, yeah. like logo. I just didn't know if it was a regional thing where maybe like where you grew up they call it a Superman. I just thought it. I thought it was supposed to. I don't know. I always. I'm it's pretty, weird how that spread through every school. Yeah. What did the you S? call it growing up? The S. We. I thought it was called a Stussy S or like that's a what Stussy. I thought. Stussy. Yeah. I know it has nothing to do with the brand Stussy. Did it but ever? Did it I ever? Never, I never heard that. That's something. in my head as a that child. That shit was in like elementary school. How'd you know about Stussy? No, for sure. But that's just like <laughs> what, like, that's what we thought it was called. We were wrong. I'm, well, I'm happy to I mean, that. it has no name. It's the S, Universal S. The, the Universal S. <laughs> so 7.30, you drop July 30th, but then... So it's like you do you always introduce a new product range on July 30th and then different colorways throughout the year? Like the next one won't be July 30th. No, no, it's going to be very soon. Okay. But that's just when they these were born on 7:30 it was only right, you know. So, yeah, we're going to try to do it monthly. Mm. Maybe I don't know. We just got to see how it goes. How tough is it to keep coming up with new ways to release them every month or or every year? I definitely want to do a lot of pop-ups that have, like, exclusive colorways and, like, limited pairs. And, like, that's what I like. Like, oh, you can only get this colorway in fucking New Orleans or some shit. Like, mm-hmm. mm. That stuff doesn't exist like it used to. Exactly. And it's like, oh, where'd you go? Like, it encourages people to just travel and have fun. It's like, oh, that gives us a reason to go have a vacation in fucking New Orleans or something. Like, it just, like, is a memory, and it builds just, it's just stories and stuff. So. Yeah. Who's hit you up for a pair that you were, like, you know, maybe humbled by? Um, Nav. I get sent Nav a pair he posted. Okay. Thing. Yeah. He's the goat. When you, um, you talk, obviously, Soho being a big thing to you, you were down in L.A., they obviously have, like, the Fairfax scene, which is, like, mm-hmm. kind of similar to Soho, but yeah. kind of different. What were your thoughts on that when you experienced it? It was cool because, like, we were, like, the Soho kids, and, like, we knew about the Fairfax kids, and it's, like... Was then, there, like, a beef or, like, a connection or, like... No, it's, like, we all became friends, and it was, like, just insane. Like, it was weird. I don't know. This whole energy thing is weird. Though. Like, we were just kids, like, traveling and doing this mm-hmm. shit. Like, it was weird. Just starting so young, is it crazy that, like, I feel like we all got into the industry way later than, like, you know, Mm -hmm. we weren't kids. But, like, is it crazy to look back and, like, you're still so young and you have so many. Like, the fact that Fashion Bros was nine years ago. Yeah, it's crazy, man. That is insane. It's, like, the start of my, like, adult life to some extent. And you're just, like, thinking about all the things that were transpiring back then. And you're, like. It's fucking crazy. But I really think that, like. My career just started, mm. like, literally last month. All this was just, like, learning, just getting comfortable. What's a typical work day for you? It depends what I'm doing, you know? Like, now I have help. Like, my friend James helps me print the shirts and, like, all this. And, like, it's not not as, like, so much one-of-one, like, drawing on stuff and everything. But, yeah, I mean, I'm always working, doing little things, like, you know. So I'm usually chilling. Mm. Did you feel like growing up and like, you know, being in the public eye so early that there was like pressure on you to like end up becoming someone? No, there was no pressure. I made sure not to put pressure on myself because I even like didn't post for like a year or two because I was like, I don't even care about this, you know. But did you think that people thought that maybe like when you like took that hiatus where it's like, oh, man, he's like washed up. He went away like he didn't become the person that we thought he was going to become or like. I mean, I'm super confident and that like even if i took a five-year break that my ideas would still hit hard like whenever and i'd just be like yeah i'll just fucking drop that do this do that da-da. 
and I'll figure it out. It's all a game. It's all just having fun and just learning. But you always got to make sure that, like, you're comfortable. I can't be like, I need to drop fucking 50 items mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like if I'm broke, then I'll just be broke and enjoy it. Have you been really broke before off of this stuff? Yeah. Literally, like, every time, every time I put it all into a drop, I'm, like, negative 20K. Then just, like, I have to borrow money from friends, do a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And um, it's all just learning, but you got to invest to get shit back. So. Yeah. Weren't you, like, really into, like, bird scooters at one point? I mean, I just rode those in L.A. because that's the only fun thing to do. But now they're, like, disgusting. So. <laughs> or I'll just, like, destroy it and shit. So. I just think I remember seeing, like, a video back then where people yeah, were, like, yeah. trying to say that that was, like, they're, like, what does he do? They're, like, he just rides bird scooters now. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. You, are you a city bike guy at all? Yeah, I have a city bike that's, like, broken off of the thing, and I just keep it on my back. <laughs> wow. <laughs> How did that happen? My friend Will Guns gave it to me. Thank you, Will. <laughs> yeah. Is it one of the electric ones? I know those no, are, no. those are very coveted. No, no. Okay. I haven't tried liberated the, the city bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't tried the electric one yet. I think you can really zip around on them. No, but it's good exercise. True, true, true. Did you come here on the city bike? No, no. My friend dropped me off. Yeah, but also, yeah, I'm going to start 730 Fat Camp, which is like help kids lose weight and stuff and mm. be healthy. Okay. Where is that happening? So it's going to be a nonprofit, mm-hmm. and it's going to help kids around the world. Wow. <laughs> What's the, like... Uh, I mean, you said that's it, but like, do you yeah. have any sort of ideas behind it? Yeah, or? so basically I'm going to inspire kids to go hard because they get rewarded with clothes. So they sign up for the camp. Once they lose weight, they get some exclusive ass pizza gear? Yeah, like they'll get a, an exclusive 730 shoe. They'll get an exclusive shirt, you know, like. Yeah. Where do you want to do it? So it's going to be everywhere. Like we could have, you know, sessions everywhere. Like, But it's mainly like a... You could sign up or I'm still figuring everything out to do it correctly and smoothly. But, um, you know, there'll be like a community of people in, involved in this. Is and this a like, joke? You, you, no, I'm dead serious. Okay, okay. Dead <laughs> Isn't inspired, inspired by the movie Heavyweights? No, I've never seen that. I gotta really? watch it. Sure. I've never seen it either. It's a classic. No, but I'm dead serious about that. And then like the shoes go hand in hand with that, like the running shoes. And yeah. like, I'll throw technology. like, I'll host like runs and stuff. Yeah. Five Ks. Yeah. You know, if we want to do Seven a CrossFit days. situation. Oh, yeah. He's your guy. Oh, yeah. I do fitness. But wait, what? Sorry. It's like, I'm, it's crazy. I feel like crazy. You've never seen the movie Heavyweights, Brendan? No. Or, no, no. We're, da- we're David Lynch guys on this side. <laughs> Man. It's not experimental enough. There's, <laughs> there's a lot of simply too many. You don't have to there's tell a, us. There's a, there's a lot of Stussy, uh, OG Stussy in that. Oh, film, really? But, okay. Yeah. We'll you check don't, it out. I'll check it out. Yeah. You don't have to tell us what the shoes look like, but when do you think the running shoes will start dropping? So the running shoes might be later on. I got, like, a work boot coming. Okay. They're called the Steppers, and I'm excited for those. You consider yourself a Stepper? Mm Mm-hmm. Big Stepper. You got to step if you're a Stepper. Do you like Drake's (laughs) hot step shoes? I don't even know what those are. The Nocta Nikes? I don't even know, man. That's Do you like any any current sneakers on the market, like that you see online and stuff? No. No. Like this plant? We were talking about those. Oh, cactus plant school. You, you messed with those? Have you seen the one with the, the long green fur on it? Yeah, i just seen those. The Grinches? You ever yeah. that? Those are cool. Those are cool. I wouldn't spend fucking $2,000 on them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about the whole Nike SB Dunk thing? I feel like maybe when you were a kid, that was before yeah, your, your I era. would definitely wear, I had this one pair of SBs that I would wear all the time. They were brown and pink. Mm-hmm. But um, Nike shoes now feel like, they just feel like too small for me. Really? You got a wide foot? 
Yeah, I guess I do. This we have a, we got a Brannock device. We have a Brannock device if, if you, you want to measure, measure your that. foot. That's yeah, uh, we could. Should we do it? <laughs> we did it last week. We, don't we, need to. we, we do that. We, me- we all know. measured our feet. Where yeah. We were measuring we, our feet. I guess it was me when last time I asked you. was like, so during that, that early era, I feel like there was like this stereotype online where it's like, oh, these are all rich kids, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like the Soho rich kids were like, their parents can afford to buy them Rick yeah. Owens and Balmain. And I feel like there a was A lot like, of people thought. There was like backlash online when it's like <laughs> four pins would post, you know, all your guys' fits and yeah, yeah. whatnot. What did you think of like when people were saying all that? I mean, they just see a white kid with designer and they're like, oh, this is a rich kid, blah, blah, blah. Because they don't know anything about grinding and working hard. So, fuck it. What's the product that you grinded for the most? So what the first items I ever bought were um, me and my William, me and my friend William would mm-hmm. do this, um, <laughs> do this thing called e-whoring, where it's, you have a virtual webcam, that's a girl, and you have buttons that like you could wave and like do all this <laughs> stuff and take your shirt off and like do everything. So we would um, post, I don't know if it was on Craigslist or whatever, but like shows, webcam shows, like mm-hmm. $50 an hour. Yeah. They send the money, we give them the show. And, then and you you're in the money. show. No, it's a webcam, bro. What's they a see fake? a girl. It's a fake. It's a fake. It's Web- a simulated webcam <laughs> of a girl, like. Okay. <laughs> and they couldn't tell that it wasn't. No, they're just horny weirdos, fucking. Oh, wow. Dude, they're doing that. They're down bad. So. <laughs> Wait. So how much money would you said fifty dollars an hour? Like how much money would you like make off? So of? we grinded probably like three bands, which was to us like insane. Off of fake. Yeah. Yeah. And then we bought Mad Acne Studio shit. That was the first thing we bought. <laughs> the you American like Dream. Still? I mean, yeah, it's cool. Mm. Wait, you went like, so you went, you got the money, right? Yeah, yeah. You went straight to the Acne store in Soho? No, or? it was like PayPal and shit. And we ordered it. And then once you have a few pieces, back then it's like, yeah, it's like trade and stuff. You just like, I got this shirt. I'll trade this for this box. So I could do this. Blah, blah, blah. And that's what's cool about getting something for retail because you could get a Supreme shirt for $30 and now it's worth two hundred dollars mm-hmm. well there's like, wow there's even all these youtube challenges like i started with this and i exactly. worked myself up to this that's what people don't get and when you have a collection of so much stuff that you grinded for they're like oh he's rich well i think i remember when we had Kerwin on full size run he was talking about you know that era in like i think it was the raf simmons bunny boots was like his like signature thing oh, but, he, oh, yeah. but he was like oh i was like homeless at the time sleeping on the train wearing these raf simmons mm-hmm boots is that like something you kind of connect with that era or i mean yeah that's it's just what it is it's like we'd rather wear fucking cool clothes and fucking sleep somewhere nice you know like mm. just what it is i don't know i can't explain it just like we're fucking crazy i guess i don't know <laughs> very interesting <laughs> before we get out of here you know we talked about the upcoming projects what what else anything else that you want to touch on I mean, just way more shoes. This is, it's not just something small. This is going to be a big, 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 big shoe brand. Bigger than Adidas, bigger than Nike in the next fucking 50 years, I swear to God. Because this is how it happens. Mm. Jokes and stuff become reality. And this is going to be fucking bigger than anything. These guys lost their fucking touch. Okay? Who? Everyone. Nike, Adidas. They don't know what they're doing. One last question. Mm Mm-hmm. Getting into footwear design, does it make it tougher to go back to T-shirts or no? It's no. all fine. It's easy as fuck. <laughs> <All right. laughs> 50 years. 50 years. I keep thinking. Think we're going to be around. The podcast will be around in 50 I hope years. You we will come be around back? in 50 years in your brand. Well, I hope this podcast won't I be will. around in 50 years. It will. 
I keep this thinking. Podcast? The Fuck podcast no. will? I'm going to make sure. Please, no. Oh, God. <laughs> we'll be working for we, you. We won't even have chairs. <laughs> Forget the back, the back yeah. problems. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll, be here, we'll be here like in wheelchairs, like on the mic. All right, I, wait. Question for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Would you guys wear these shoes? Me, I wouldn't. Personally? No. I'm not an up-tempo guy in general, though. Yeah. I I'm just a, wear running shoes, so it's like... maybe you like the running shoes. Maybe the running shoe, maybe if I'm into shoes. it. Yeah. Yeah. I keep They're thinking, cool. I keep thinking in the back of my head when I see the seven three zero. I keep on thinking of uh, was it three one zero games? Games, yeah. Her- three time motor mo- yeah. the three one zero motorsports. The hurricane shoes. Oh, the game. Yeah, the game. Yeah. Yeah, hurricanes in store November. <laughs> Fuck Reebok. Remember when <laughs> you said that? Three hundred bars are running. We were talking about that recently. Yeah, yeah. I keep that seven three zero. I don't know why I think three one zero. But yeah. what do you think? What do you guys think about the quality though? Feel the leather inside. Let me see it. But I see think it again. the suede on this one is actually pretty nice. Yeah, and there's like the the leather's actually yeah, and it doesn't good. feel flimsy at all. Did you go back like and forth a lot with that in order to get the materials quality. right? Highest the quality. bubble doesn't feel like a no real. It's going to be full bubble. That's a still a sample. Oh, Wait, so these will, okay. No one will pass it to me. Is the bubble going to be like softer ish? So I would feel the black bubble. Because we couldn't go on this one. The leather on the inside is nice. Yeah. And um, so yeah, I know they're going to be full of, bubble next time. That's probably one of the harder parts of manufacturing mm-hmm. the shoe to get like a, like a high what, end. The, bu- the bubble? Like get like a high end like air bubble on yeah. it or make it seem like it's. I'm not saying you're copying like Nike or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. like the, there feels like there's always like a big difference in between like. A startup footwear brand, and then like, oh, definitely, and then like Nike, Reebok, Adidas, who can that's do more why, like proprietary yeah. tech on it. Mm-hmm. We're like, that's why I didn't want to drop some whack garbage shoes that have fake molds and like all the shit. I was like, okay, I need the money to drop a good quality pair that like actually fit kids and like it won't fucking give them blisters, you know. Oh, I guess last thing to think, thinking about that with conversations we have with people. What do you think about like John Geiger and what he's done? Um, with, I mean, I'm not saying he's like making off like <laughs> knockoff shoes, but like you know, like loosely inspired sneakers. I know I've had conversations with him in the past where he's talked about like selling his sneaker collection to like build the molds for uh-huh. like all the sneakers he made. Yeah. So I like the um, four swoosh customs he used to make. Yeah. Misplaced the misplaced checks. checks. And then a long time ago, when I was trying to make these in like 20 fucking 18, I was just like, "Yo, can you help me?" Mm-hmm. And he was like, "No." <laughs> so I said, "Okay, I respect that." At least you reached out, I guess. No, yeah, he's cool. He's a nice guy. All right. Thanks so much for joining, of man. Course, Appreciate man, of it. <laughs> um, be on the lookout for a bunch of stuff coming up. 7T technology. Uh, With Joe Lapuma on the billboard. I'm gonna go, I may yeah. go to the Bayshore High School track and, and te- <laughs> wear We're going to hold them. you to that. They make you run faster, jump higher. Climb better. Can you see? Can you picture an image of Joe on a billboard, like in like a mid jump <laughs> pose, like yeah, sprung off the I ground? I would love that. Or, or Fort Green Park steps, like Rocky. Okay. That's Let's see. see. All right, everyone. This has been the Complex Sneakers Podcast. Please like, subscribe. Everyone have a great weekend. We will see you next week. See you next week. Our producer is David Matthews. Our associate producer is Jasmine Plata. Special thanks to Jen Stewart, Shiva Bayet, and Haley Choi. The Complex Sneakers Podcast is a production of the Complex Podcast Network.